If you're in New York City or the tri-state area, listen up. This year, I'm looking to coach couples live in person on this podcast. So if you and your partner want to be personally coached on money and relationships, this is your chance. Now, whether you can't get on the same page with your spending, maybe one of you has loads of debt, maybe you're about to go through a huge life change like a baby promotion, career change, and you're just stuck on how to handle the financial side of it, and you live in the tri-state area, I want to hear from you please apply at iwt.com slash apply. Have you ever wondered how much money other people make or how much they spend on groceries or vacations? Well, for the last month, I have been getting hundreds of real spending plans from readers all over the world, all different income levels, all different ages. And each week in my newsletter, I select one to critique. I'll show you how much they make, how much they spend, how much they save and invest, all of their real numbers, plus what I would do if I were in their situation. If you've ever wanted a peek into what real people are spending, make sure you're signed up for free at iwt.com slash podcast newsletter. I'll show you a new spending plan every Saturday at iwt.com slash podcast newsletter. How are you both feeling about today's conversation? I'm feeling hopeful, excited. We were never really good at talking finances. I feel like I'm getting better. Mm -hmm. I'm definitely the problem. She wants me to communicate better, but it's become habitual for her to almost gatekeep. This conversation is going to be most helpful for us to continue in the right direction. I'm excited. Dusty and I talked last night to say like, you know, are we on the same page before we jump on this call? Like what are our goals and our expectations? I think I'm just excited see if you hear something that we can't see or hear ourselves. A couple days ago, we heard episode 104 with Stacy and Jesse, and I want to share a few key lessons from that episode. Recall that Stacy makes a lot more money than her partner, Jesse, and she desperately wants for him to be engaged, but she's also set up a system where she controls everything financially related in their relationship. I was struck by how complicated of a financial system Stacy has built. She's got 32 categories. They've tracked everything for over 10 years. And I'm just thinking to myself, what's the point of all this? What does it get you? Because their system is actually more complicated than my system. So you decided yeah. to take control of your money. You're on top of it. How many different Excel spreadsheets and uh, budgets do you have? Tell the truth. One Google spreadsheet, but it probably has 20 hidden tabs over the last wow, um, 10 years. How'd I know that? Uh, yep. And, there's... and how diligent have you been in tracking your spending? Let me guess. Extremely. Go ahead. It, correct. We both have used an app that I love. Mm-hmm. for the last 10 years to track every expense. Anytime wow. we swipe our credit card, it goes in. And I wow, trained so cool. Jesse to do the same thing. Jesse, so you do that? Yep. The data. You, oh, wow. I'm, I am not as diligent as her, but yeah, it, 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 it will track down to the penny, even on cash. And uh, what does that get both of you? It's very satisfying <laughs> for me to have the data to tell me what we're spending on. It actually helped us when we were filling in the conscious spending plan. So you track everything. You're tracking like the price of Brussels sprouts over time. So you can trend that for from no, 2010. No, no. But like how much we spend on groceries per month, 
mm-hmm. um, you know, clothing, transportation. How many categories do you have? More than we should. I like. How many? I, tell me. Tell me. Oh, uh, hang on. She's gonna pull it up right now. This is amazing. Oh my god, look at that. She's like, finally, it's been thirteen years, and finally, someone asked me a question about my app. Okay, tell me how many categories. Do you want some categories too as well? Eight high level categories. No, I want all of them. Don't don't BS me. Oh wow, she just well, took like a deep 20. swallow. Twenty, <laughs> probably. Everybody watch. Best however, however long this takes, I'm gonna run completely dead air. I will burn literally gigabytes right now just watching them. Look, he's still counting. This is <laughs> unbelievable. Uh, Thirty-two. Thirty-two cat. Wow, so simple. You ever hear me say that phrase? Fight for simplicity in your finances. You ever heard me? Yeah, she's yes. going, yeah. She goes, yeah, that's a great phrase. I chose not to adopt that. That's great for other people, not for us. I'm learning. I'm learning. Mm, okay. What kind of emotions you get when you log in and you track stuff and you change the cat? What do you get? I feel satisfied or I feel, I feel better that I just played around in the spreadsheet because <laughs> it, it feels like work and the work is never done. It feels like work because what is it that you're actually doing? Working to not a lot of outcome or results. Total $3 questions. Tracking a budget for what? Tweaking a spreadsheet for what? I've said it before. I'm going to say it again. The more successful you get with money, the more you have to fight for simplicity. Fight for it. It's got to be a key priority. It's so easy to get a 401k from that old job and another one over here. A credit card you open up at Express because you literally want to save 10 fucking percent off of my shirt. Don't ever do that. And all kinds of assorted bullshit in your system. And suddenly one day you wake up, you don't know what flows where. You don't even know how much money you have because it's all in a million different places. Fight for simplicity. And you know what else? I have to say so many people are obsessed with this idea of precision rather than getting the broad strokes right. You know, recently I posted on social media about the conscious spending plan, the four categories, the four numbers you really need to know in your spending. Fixed costs, savings, investments, and guilt-free spending. I had like 3,000 questions about categories. Ramit, where do car parts go? Ramit, what about cavities? I was like, who cares? Seriously, these are minute questions. Use the system, adapt it to what you need, and then move on. The goal here is not to get everything absolutely precisely right. That's not the point. The point is that it's simple enough so that you can deeply understand it and move on. Now, there are a couple ways that I account for little details. I add 15% to fixed costs because everybody forgets about stuff. I always am conservative with my numbers. But if you want to put cavities under fixed costs because you get one every year or you want to put on your guilt-free spending because you love candy, it doesn't really matter. Get 85% of the way there and then move on with your life. A simple financial system is one where you track a few key numbers. You have room to account for mistakes, late fees, uh, overspending because your college roommate came in from town, all of that stuff. You build a healthy buffer. You have a couple credit cards, a few bank accounts, an investment account, and then you get on with your life. If you ever follow me on Instagram, sometimes you'll see me post about my behind-the-scenes travel experiences, coffee tours, salsa-making classes in Mexico, all kinds of culinary stuff in India. And I'll get a lot of people saying, where do I find that Kyoto 
notepad maker that you found. And one place you can find that is Viator. In fact, my wife and I use Viator to book a Segway tour where we took a tour of a new city and we had an amazing experience, something we never would have thought of doing on our own. They offer everything from simple tours to extreme adventures. And with over 300,000 bookable experiences in 190 countries, there's something for everybody. Plus, Viator's travel experiences have millions of real travel reviews, so you have the information you need to book the best travel activities for your trip. When you book a travel experience with Viator, there's always flexibility and support with free cancellation, payment options, and 24-7 service. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. One app, over 300,000 travel experiences you'll remember. Do more with Viator. I get tons of email every single day, and I want to give you a behind-the-scenes look at how I manage emails from my team, from my family, and from you. I use a piece of software called Superhuman, and this is an email software that I actually pay for out of my own pocket. It works with your existing email service like Gmail or Outlook, and let me share how it saves me over 10 hours a week. So here are a few things I love about it. First off, it splits my inbox into different streams, so my important emails come into one place. It's not cluttered with a bunch of subscriptions everywhere. Next, I use keyboard shortcuts. Unlike you barbarians who literally click and peck through every single email, U to market unread, S to star it, J or K to cycle through messages. I use keystrokes to schedule messages, like when I want to ask one of my coworkers a question, but I don't want to send them an email on a Saturday. Now, I can work through dozens of emails in minutes using this. And Superhuman just introduced an AI feature, which allows you to take a huge email with all these people chiming in and automatically summarize what's going on in a few bullet points. It'll even draft emails for you. So if you want to buy back your time, Superhuman is a no-brainer to me. It's something I spend my own money on and I love it. Right now, all IWT listeners will get a free month of Superhuman you can get started at superhuman.com slash Ramit. That's superhuman.com slash Ramit, R-A-M-I-T. You know, I don't have any problem talking about death. I really don't. I think sometimes we avoid talking about it as if it's not going to happen, but this is a sure thing. It's going to happen to us. My feeling is we might as well talk about it. You like to worry? Uh, less so than Stacy, but yes, still. What do you get out of it? Out of worrying? Yeah. Um, I, uh, I worry a lot that if she suddenly is out of the picture for whatever reason, I am in a lot of trouble. Because if she were hit by a bus... By the way, I love this morbid conversation where we're talking about one person's premature death who just happens to be sitting right in front of us. We're okay. We're both European. We we talk about death a lot. (laughs) Fantastic. All right. Great. Um, So if she were to get, you know, hit by a bus, you still have $1.2 million and you're a young, able-bodied guy. It's not the number that concerns me. It's that everything beneath it, which is you would have no idea how to manage it on a day-to-day basis. No idea how life insurance works. No idea what investments are or how they interact with your savings. 
None of it. Would you agree? I would agree. See the issue? You have no fingerprints on your finances at all. You're merely a passive observer in your financial life. And she doesn't like it. And if she gets hit by a bus tomorrow, you're fucked. Actually, he's not. That, that is a conversation insurance. we've had. What oh. do you mean? He can get a big old life insurance check. That doesn't mean he's going to know how to use it. That's true. I'm serious. You know that I had the same conversation with my wife, right? It's like, look, I could be the money manager in our relationship, but I'm not going to be. We got to both do it in case I get hit by a bus because I need a second set of eyes and because it's just more fun. You know, I remember talking to my parents about setting up a will. And I was encouraging them saying, look, we might as well talk about this now. You don't want to leave your family with a bunch of accounts where we don't even have login information. You want to come up with your decisions now. Let's just do it. Get it out on paper. Be clear about it. There's no problem talking about this stuff. I think a lot of us are afraid to talk about money and death because we are afraid of money. We're also afraid of death. And putting those together is absolutely terrifying for a lot of people. I think a lot of you actually believe that if you have some life insurance policy, you're good. Wrong. Handing over money to a grieving family without the wisdom to go along with it is actually doing a disservice to your living family members. Talk about money now. Get good at money. Build habits and rituals together with your family. That is how you create a rich life for multiple generations. A few years ago, I was at a tea tasting in New York with one of my buddies. I thought it was going to be a normal tea tasting. Suddenly, six people from Japan come in. They pour basically three thimblefuls of tea and we taste it. I've never tasted anything like that. And they tell us if we were to buy that, just the three thimblefuls, it would be $75. Now, drop for drop, that's the most expensive thing I've ever had to drink. Not all of us have the time or the money to buy that specific tea from that specific mountainside in Japan. But what if you could capture that feeling of the care and the love, even the way that they served it to us? What if you could bring that to your home every morning? Well, I want to introduce you to one of our newest sponsors, Peak Tea. What makes Peak Tea special is that the tea is cold extracted using only wild harvested leaves from 250-year-old tea leaves. That makes the tea rich in minerals, and other beneficial compounds. Now, the greatest part is that peak tea is zero prep. There's no tea bag that you have to steep for the perfect amount of time. Peak dissolves in cold or hot water in seconds. It's already pre-measured, it's perfectly brewed, and it's perfect to take if you travel. My team's been trying peak tea, and they especially love the Pu'er green teas. For a limited time, get up to 15% off and a free quiver with 12 tea samples with my link, peaklife.com slash Ramit. That's P-I-Q-U-E-L-I-F-E.com slash Ramit, R-A-M-I-T. I have a friend of mine who's always cold. She told me she and her partner have totally different temperatures when they sleep. She goes to bed in a flannel pajama. She's got extra blankets. Her partner's running hot. So now she recently started testing the pod cover from 8sleep, one of our sponsors. Before she goes to sleep, she gets on the app, cranks up the heat, and when she gets into bed at night, it's already warm and waiting for her. The pod cover by 8sleep fits on your bed like a fitted sheet, and it collects information. It has sensors 
The pod then uses that information to understand what you need to get better sleep. You can set it to heat up or cool down before you get into bed. It also adjusts while you sleep. And you can set it to change temperatures to gently wake you up in the morning. Best part, there are two zones. So if you run hot and your partner runs cold, you can each set your side of the bed to exactly how you want it. Improve the way you sleep by using my link at 8sleep.com slash Ramit for $200 off plus free shipping on their high-tech Pod 3 cover. That's 8sleep.com slash Ramit, E-I-G-H-T, sleep.com slash Ramit, R-A-M-I-T, for a better, smarter sleep. You know, when I was studying persuasion in college, we studied a lot of health psychology. And health psychology has this concept of adherence. How many people actually take the medication that's prescribed to them? You would think that if it's a life or death situation, 100% of people take their medication wrong. The adherence numbers would shock you. Sometimes they're 30 to 40% of people actually taking their medications. Some of it has to do with cost, convenience. Some people forget. Some people just don't want to take it. But when I understood this, I became a lot more compassionate. Because if people aren't even willing to take life or death medication, then we realize how hard it is to stick with a gym routine. And that's why my entire life's work has been focused on simplicity and focusing on the high leverage areas, not 300 categories of budgets. He was debating to get a gym membership. Mm -hmm. So he's had some physical ailments in the last couple of years. His physiotherapist recommended a gym or rather a treadmill. We didn't want to buy a treadmill to fit in the house. There's a gym near our house and near Jesse's business that he can easily go to. It's like 15 bucks a month. And he hemmed and hawed about like whether we could afford it. And I was like, we're not poor anymore. We can afford that. It made me realize A, he doesn't understand that. And B, that such an insignificant amount of money per month, you're not really going to find a cheaper gym. It's already a discount gym. He felt like he had to figure a way around not spending it instead of just talking to me about the expense. Mm. We had like a discussion about it. And I was like, we're not poor anymore. You can get this. And I think it still took him two weeks to actually buy the gym membership. I drag my feet on a lot of like, random expenses because I'm always trying to save money. <laughs> Why? Uh, I just have it in my head that, well, I mean, I don't personally make a whole lot. So I feel like the household doesn't personally make a whole lot, which is not really the case. So about a week later, I did finally pull the trigger, got the membership. And uh, I've been trying to do as much stepping <laughs> or walking, sorry, as, uh, as I can uh, to heal my ankles. Cool. Well, I'm glad you got the membership. Thank you. Would you consider that discussion or series of discussions a success yes oh 100 but i want jesse to be able to be like i'm getting this gym membership it's 15 dollars. this is the decision i'm making and just buy it what you want to do is not depend on willpower because that fades away you want to build systems so that by waking up breathing oxygen and drinking water you are basically doing the right things for example if you don't want to worry about tiny little questions, then use my concept of a worry-free number. Anything below 20 bucks, you don't even think twice about, or 50, or 100, or 5,000, depending on your level of net worth. You want to build systems so that if you claim health is important to you, that you actually pick a number and you say, okay, 
every year I'm going to spend 3% of my gross income on health or 10%, whatever your number is. And suddenly it's not, should I go to the gym or not? It's, I need to spend $300 a month on health. Where am I going to allocate that money? If you are interested in health, by the way, we've got two sponsors I want to draw your attention to. Methodology is this amazing meal delivery service with Michelin quality ingredients. The food comes to you. It's absolutely beautiful and delicious. The second one is Ness, a credit card where you can be rewarded for spending on your health and wellness. You can get access and special deals to these programs at iwt.com slash sponsors. Thanks for tuning in to this Thursday episode of Lessons Learned. Don't forget to go back and listen to the full episode with Stacy and Jesse on any podcast player or, of course, on YouTube. I'll see you next week, and I will also see you on my podcast newsletter this Saturday where I share material that is never shared publicly at iwt.com slash podcast newsletter. Thanks for listening to I Will Teach You To Be Rich. I'm Ramit Sethi. Please follow the show on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. If you haven't read I Will Teach You To Be Rich, my book, pick up a copy. You can get it at any bookstore or any library, and it will show you the specific tactics for how to build the I Will Teach You To Be Rich system into your personal finances. You know, travel is one of my money dials. It's one of the areas that I love to spend money on. I travel for months every year and I'm fanatical about the hotels I stay in and the experiences that my wife and I go through when we go on these trips. And I wanted to share another podcast that I really love called All the Hacks. It's by my friend Chris Hutchins. And Chris is the person I actually called when I wanted to build a personal playbook for how to use my airline points. I got on the phone with him and my assistant and Chris said, okay, which cards do you have? And we went through it and we built a personalized travel playbook because Chris knows everything there is to know about travel. And now he's got this amazing podcast that I want you to check out. Again, it's called All the Hacks. Chris has traveled to over 60 countries, mostly for free. And each week on All the Hacks, he shows listeners how you can do the same with expert guests. He even does deep dives on specific travel locations. For example, there was recently an episode with the founder of a travel company where he broke down where to find off-the-beaten-path experiences in Italy and the best way to use points and miles for your next trip there. I've had the opportunity to be Chris's guest multiple times. Most recently, we talked about money and relationships and building a shared vision for your rich life. You can check that out on episode 112. So check this podcast out. It's actually very interesting. I want you to search for all the hacks on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Your wallet will thank you later.